Hi, my name is Isal, or Isaul, <laughs> and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from sexual immorality and selfish ambition. Please pray with me. God, I pray that you use your story of grace through me to reveal your saving power and to provide hope to all those in today's audience. May your Holy Spirit come powerfully upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. As a youth in church, I focused on learning about God, but never experienced intimacy with God. I did not know what it meant to trust Christ with my life. I felt God was far away and that I had to manage my life on my own. For college, I relocated far from my family and I had no accountability. And consequently, I quickly began to push all boundaries to include drugs, alcohol, and sexual sin. I felt invincible as I excelled according to earthly standards through a high level of academic success. This worldly success further propelled me to extreme behaviors as I was proud of managing a party-hard and work-even-harder lifestyle. By this point, I had forgotten about God, and I entered a painful two-decades journey in the wilderness. I felt invincible because my intrepid and impulsive personality coupled with my accomplishments elevated me amongst my peers to leadership. And I was able to become an army captain, a lawyer, a managing partner of a successful law practice, and a director on countless boards. I loved power, prestige, and possessions, all of which fed my insatiable appetite for selfish ambition. I felt on top of the world. But throughout, I was hiding a dark secret. I had an infinite hole in my heart, and I could not fill it with any worldly success. Nothing could fully satisfy me. This brings to mind Mark 7, 21. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts. So I turned to women, thinking that the feelings that I experienced while being with them would appease my heart's turbulence. Although married, I was willing to trample my wife's heart to pursue my pleasures and the things that made me feel temporarily affirmed by submerging myself in the sexual exploits of other women. I became an adulterer. Although I confessed my sexual sin to my wife during our marriage, I regularly returned to my vomit. In vain, I tried desperately to manage my own sin, but without accountability, I failed in isolation. Before recovery, the great irony of my life was simply this. Although I desperately wanted intimacy and to be fully known by others, every action that I took further isolated me as I kept myself in the dark for fear of being known. I associated a woman's touch with being known and experiencing intimacy. I hated my sinful nature, but I felt that no one would understand, especially my wife. And thus, I blocked any help. So, I further isolated, which made me feel lonely, which led me to self-medicate with dark, 
dark sexual sin, which led me down a downward spiral as I needed stronger medicine because I became immune. In 2016, I reached a point where I could no longer live a double life, filled with tormenting secrets that led to alcohol abuse, sleepless nights, and severe anxiety. Unable to manage, I stood, <clears throat> I stood before life's precipice, and I saw a reality without my wife, without my son, without health, and without a business. And I felt utter despair. So in a final attempt to salvage something, I started Regen. During Regen, God opened my eyes. He showed me my absolute brokenness. He showed me that my heart possessed an eternal void in it and that only he could fill it and that nothing else in the world could fill it. He showed me that my deepest desires for intimacy and to be fully known can only be satisfied by him. I learned that I had to shed light on my dark heart so that I would allow God to heal me. God revealed the folly of the great irony of my life. Although I always knew God, I never understood what it meant to trust God. And this was critical. In step three of my recovery, I experienced a breakthrough as I learned to trust God for the first time. And then I was willing to let go of my deep desire to control my life, and I surrendered my life to God. He gently held my hand as I let go of trying to manage the consequences of my sinful choices. At that moment, I could have panicked and hired the best and most expensive lawyer, divorce lawyer in Texas, and prepared for a nuclear winter of a divorce proceeding. Given that I feared losing my son and the business I had built, many people, including some family, counseled me to prepare to fight and to seek happiness for myself. However, in that moment, I felt God's hand in my heart. His voice called for me. I knew that I had to trust him, and I wanted to trust him because if left to my own devices, I would literally kill myself. I could not manage my life on my own. At that point, I was ready to go all in for God and to trust Christ. As I wholeheartedly made this decision, God placed men in my life to sharpen me. Godly warriors surrounded me to lift me up and to prepare me for spiritual warfare. Two of these men were my leaders, Dan and James. They poured into me as they led my step group. God's wonderful and brilliant plan to place these men in my life was no coincidence. The way they loved and led their wives was so inspirational that I knew that God strategically placed them before me to show me what I had to emulate. I wanted to imitate them because I knew that they loved their wives in accordance, in accordance to God's will. I was especially moved how Dan ministered to his wife in the very last days of her life. He loved her so much because he loved God so much more. I had the privilege to witness this beautiful expression of love, and this pierced my heart. During Regen, the Spirit helped me see the magnitude of my sinful nature and the great pain that I had caused my wife and my son. I realized the significance of my sin, but at the same time, I came to truly appreciate God's benevolent nature of grace and mercy in my life.
God was so perfectly patient with me. And I believe that he showed me this. He showed me these mercies so I can glorify his name today before you. Today I stand before you grateful that God has used my life as an example that he can redeem even sinners like me. God has healed me from sexual cravings outside of marriage. Although I do lust at times, I quickly confess and I repent from those thoughts. Additionally, as I have learned to trust Christ with my entire life, God has healed me from the severe anxiety that I had suffered. I no longer attempt to control all things, but submit to God's will for my life by inquiring of the Lord for all things. In my daily walk, I lean on Jesus as he calls me to him, and I am reminded of Matthew 11, 28 through 29, and there he says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These verses have taught me that if I try to control my own life, I will be weighed down, and, I result, and as a result, suffer anxiety. Therefore, I choose not to control my own life, but rather follow daily and desire God's will for me. Furthermore, I have also witnessed God's miraculous healing, his healing power in my marriage. God is actively healing a marriage that I shattered. Currently, my wife and I are completing re-engage. Watermarks. It's a plug for Watermarks, uh, re-engage ministry, so it's a great ministry. And I'm living back in our house, and we are intentionally taking steps towards full reconciliation. In that, I give God all the glory. Now, listen carefully. If he can create the circumstances to allow my wife and I to reconcile our relationship, then it is evidence to others that God is real and powerful. I still have a way to go in restoring full trust, but there is hope. And this brings great joy to my heart because for the first time, I have the courage to truly make myself known to my wife and to experience the intimacy and oneness that I previously desired. I want to take this time to publicly acknowledge my wife, Angelica. God has revealed his nature to me through her transformation. Her response is not of this earthly world, but rather selflessly centered on God and not on her desires. And this has further compelled me to run towards God and to be on mission today. I wasted 20 plus years of my life, and I don't want to squander another single day. I am now set on making disciples by leading other men through a step group in Regen. We just finished it, by the way. It was wonderful. Pouring into these men further motivates me as I receive strength by loving and encouraging them. Thus, as I serve them, God gives me power to speak boldly and with confidence. Brothers and sisters, the old me has passed and I am now a new creation. I fully know God is using my story to encourage others like you and to believe that transformation is possible. If I could only tell you one thing tonight, it would be that God loves you so much and he wants to redeem your life from the pit no matter how deep you're in it. If you allow him, he will rescue you and fill your heart with his love. 
My name is Esau, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from sexual immorality and selfish ambition. May all of the glory be to God forever and ever.